This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. This is a very significant day in Canadian history, and maybe you don't know about it, but it was on this day in 1917 that four Canadian divisions began an assault on Vimy Ridge in northeastern France. And that moment... That battle has been forever enshrined in Canadian history since. And we are going to talk about why that is. What is so important about this day? Joining me now is Honorary Major Cameron Cathcart, Chair of the Vancouver Vimy Day Committee and President of the Royal United Services Institute in Vancouver. Cameron, thank you for joining us. Welcome. I thank you very, very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Let's talk about Vimy Ridge. You think, like, describe to us what happened. Why do you think it is so significant to Canadian history? Well, first of all, it was the first time that the Canadian Army at the time, the Canadian Expeditionary Force, fought as one unit. Up to that point, they'd always worked with the British uh, Army, and they were under the command of the British Army. But this was the very first time that the Canadian Army at that time uh, was under the command of a single Canadian general, Sir Arthur Currie of Victoria. So recognized as a separate entity unto itself. Right. First time ever, actually, and uh, in wartime. And uh, later on, of course, it became uh, synonymous, if you will, with that Canadian desire to succeed and, and uh, and show the valor and sacrifice that they did. How did Canadians distinguish themselves on that day? They distinguished themselves very, very well, actually, because, uh, you know, uh, 102 years ago today, it was Easter Monday, and uh, in sleet and snow, uh, they uh, uh, went up this ridge, huge ridge. There was thousands of them, 100,000, and um, out of that number, about a little over 3,600 were killed, well over 7,000 were wounded, and um, it was a success ultimately within three days. It took them three days to take the ridge completely from the enemy. But prior to that, uh, for weeks in advance, the uh, Canadian pilots were flying with the Royal Flying Corps, and they were doing aerial reconnaissance, and they pinpointed enemy positions and things of this nature. And in that regard, uh, 200 of these fragile aircraft were shot down, actually, during two weeks, yes. So it's not just Army, if you will, it's Air Force as well. And also, uh, within the Army, they have, of course, artillery. And the artillery regiments of the day, they had about a 1,000 guns of all various sizes and range. And they just hammered the ridge for about mm, two or three weeks in advance. Then the attack took place on Easter Monday. And um, the rest, as they say, is history. But on the other hand, uh, uh, there's been a various uh, you know, degrees of, of, of honor in, in terms of, of what, what happened and, and the legacy that it has uh, left with us in Canada. That's what I was wondering. So you talk about how significant that was at the first time Canadians were fighting as Canadians. Did that change then how the other groups, the other countries, soldiers looked at them? Initially, it certainly did, and it also gave the Canadian Army and the Canadian government of the day uh, an impetus to, uh, to become in, involved in the, the Treaty of Versailles, which at the time, uh, Canadians were kind of part of the British Empire, of right. course. Right, take a and, seat behind us, we're yeah, over here at right. this table, yeah. Exactly, and oh, by the way, if you want to come, fine, but don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, like kids, uh, essentially. That's right. Uh, so, 
But Sir Robert Borden, who was then the Prime Minister of Canada, did in fact have a seat at the uh, Treaty of Versailles, the, the, the negotiations that went on in 1919. And um, that, that helped us as a country to uh, be recognized ultimately, ultimately, in 1931 in the Statue of Westminster when we were basically given our own independence in terms of foreign affairs and things of that nature. But that's another story. Well, it's so interesting, though, because it's all tied together when you look at sort of what happened to the British Empire during that time because, you know, Canada got that distinction, but did other colonies get that distinction? I mean, India also fought in the First World War, did not get that kind of distinction. Right. The, The Indian Army of the day were were led by British officers, not Indian officers, and they fought very, very valiantly and huge sacrifices on the Western Front in the First World War. I don't believe that they were ever recognized as individual as an individual country within yeah. that in that context. Australians did extremely well. They were very, very brave, of course, and New Zealanders as well. And in northwestern Europe or in northwestern France, you'll see uh, monuments of a similar nature to Vimy uh, for the Australians, huge monument, and as well the New Zealanders. But the the standout monument, if I can put it that way, is uh, the Vimy Memorial. Now, I've heard that. It's unbelievable. I saw some pictures of it this Mm -hmm. morning, and you've been there. Yes, I've been there three times, uh, very luckily. And uh, I was there uh, the second time in 2007, when the monument was rededicated after about five or six years of restoration. Huge, costly endeavor, but it was well worth it. And what is it like? Can you describe it, Captain? It's, um, it's overwhelming, uh, to be quite frank with you. It's quite overwhelming. It sits out on its own on this great plain at the top of the plain. It's just at the top of the ridge. And um, you can walk out there and you can't help but be have this great feeling of pride, but also it's kind of awesome, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. I hate to use that term, but it is. Um, it's awe-inspiring, put it that way. And uh, it's not its not a monument as such to individuals. It's a monument to our country, really. As well, uh, you last weekend were uh, doing the Vimy Ridge ceremonies at That's Mountain correct. View as well. That happens every year. Every year we have it at the Mountain View Cemetery in Vancouver. And... Um, it's basically turned into a uh, an army cadet parade. Uh, the army cadets have uh, adopted Vimy Day as their day of recognition. And so as a result of that, they take a very uh, prominent point within the... It's organized by our committee, but the cadets are very much involved. There's about 400 cadets that... Uh, came on Sunday, and they paraded. They did a beautiful job. They're all very marvelous young people and uh, all sort of, if you will, uh, future leaders of our country. And um, we have very, it's a very simple ceremony. We have a, a cadets line up behind the gravestones of, um, of the uh, Commonwealth War Graves section within the Mountain View Cemetery. about 385 graves there, by the way, of World War I veterans all within the age of, say, between 19 and 25, 26, who died of injuries after they returned home. Right. And uh, also they were, they were victims of the uh, flu pandemic of 1919. But anyway, um, the cadets will stand behind the headstones, and at a given point they'll place a small Canadian flag at the, at oh, the base of the, of the stone. Very nice. And... Uh, then we have a very brief uh, ceremony, um, last post, uh, etc. 
uh, one minute of silence and then the laying of um, about a dozen wreaths. And uh, it's a very simple ceremony and it's, it's, nice. it's attended by a lot of people. Uh, it's been more than 100 years. I mean, this year is 102 years since Vimy Ridge. Are we doing a good job in remembering Cameron Ursh? Can we do better? We probably can do better, you know. Um, it's it's a factor that uh, relates, I think, if I can say so, to our uh, to our uh, school uh, curriculum. I think that more has to be done, and I think everybody would agree with this. Everyone has to have more an intense uh, memory of, of of the country's history, and I think more has to be done at the school levels. With regard, but having said that, <clears throat> excuse me, the Vimy Foundation of Canada is doing a great job in trying to extend the understanding and the significance of Vimy to uh, to the youth of our country as well, and through the cadet corps, as I right. just mentioned as well. It's being it, it's it's helping. Right. But you know, I've got to say this, if you don't mind me saying so. Um, in many ways, Vimy, the Battle of Vimy Ridge is only known in Canada as the Battle of Vimy Ridge, believe it or not. Really? Yes. Um, most, most others don't even know it happened because, frankly, it was a significant factor within the war at that time. But the war didn't end until at least a year and a half later, maybe almost two years later. And the thing about it was a factor within the, within the general uh, conduct of the war, but it wasn't a huge it wasn't a, a defining moment. It wasn't like a decisive moment. battle. It was, it, was not a de, it was a decisive battle at that time. For us, yes. And for us as Canadians. But beyond that, it, it was just part of the larger picture, if I can right. put it that way. And within Canada, we've not forgotten that is certain, you know, we as a, as a society haven't forgotten. But on the other hand, nobody else really pays much attention to it. Right. It's kind of a myth in a way, uh, but it's, it's real. And it's it's a it's a strong legend, and it's a, it's part of our great history. All the more reason why we should be remembering it. So I thank you for joining us today to talk about this. I hope I didn't talk too much. No, you didn't. You <laughs> talked just right. That is Honorary Major Cameron Cathcart, Chair of the Vancouver Vimy Day Committee and President of the Royal United Services Institute in Vancouver. If you get a chance today, do a little reading up on Vimy Ridge so you know your Canadian history.